0: Welcome, everybody, to the Extended Cut. As you can see, a little bit different format today. got all of our teaching pastors and pastors from our congregations here. Derek Liferidge at White Knoll, Ryan Maloney at Rocky Creek, Ross Kellis at Irmo, Trey Sheely, Saluda. I do the teaching at Lexington, so it's great to have them all around the table I know that as we have talked over the last couple of weeks, we miss seeing you guys, and I think we could all agree to that, that uh, it's been hard to sit at home and uh, not, not preach for one, because I know we all love to do that, and then number two, not to see you, because it's not just the preaching on Sunday morning, it's singing with you, it's shaking your hands, it's doing all of those things, so this is an opportunity for us to get in front of you and um, share a few things that we've been hearing and seeing over the last couple of weeks, so Uh, We just thought today's podcast would look a lot like sharing with you about what we're hearing inside the body, and all of us could get a feel for what that looks like across our congregations. Probably the number one thing that uh, is on all of our hearts and minds is how are we as Radius doing health-wise? I mean, clearly, COVID-19, coronavirus is out there. We're hearing about more infections, more cases, Uh, And sadly, more deaths. And so I I would imagine many of you, like myself, are wondering, how are the people at Radius doing health-wise? So, guys, I just would throw it out to you. What have you been hearing as you've interacted
1: with the people at your location? Trey, what what have you been hearing? For the most part, most of our people have been pretty healthy. Um, People are taking precautions to keep everybody safe. Uh, We got a few families that um, are at higher risk if they catch it. So I know uh, one guy, one friend of mine, he has been quarantined himself. Like, actually, the doctor before all the um, hysteria went on actually told him, you need to stay away from church for about six weeks. And they're just trying to protect their son because if he were to get it, it would be fatal for him. But other than that, most people were just pretty healthy they're taking the right precautions uh doing what they're supposed to do staying in their homes uh, i was very skeptical on how people would react to this you know um but people were advising to what's being said and so um we're doing pretty good and uh, no health scares so far right now that's
0: great um maloney what about you rocky creek as you've been visiting with your folks
2: what have you heard yeah most most of our stuff has been um worried about their parents you know, like it, it, we got a pretty young crowd out there, and so for us, it's it's well. If I got it, and I take care of my my mom or my dad, and they were to get it, things could go really bad. Um, and then I think more of the underlying health issue would be some of the anxiety it causes. That's probably more what what I'm hearing is um, worry and some of that that really can affect your health in ways that the virus is not gonna get to if that makes sense um I even thought a little humor as you're talking about health I was like well I got time to work out but I'm sitting beside Derek (laughs) so it doesn't really look like I'm working out I don't know what's in there but that's (laughs) impressive uh but yeah I would I would say as I as I talk to folks more of it's the anxiety worry piece Derek since I just touched you now you can
3: yeah most of our people that that I've, I've spoken to are, are feeling good and, uh, you know, having some little things going on, I guess like with the flu or um, congestion that type of thing, but, but most of our people are feeling good. Um, I would say uh, to please, 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 ma'am, please, sir, uh, continue to take the necessary precautions, um, make sure we're not shaking each other's hands and, and doing things like that and that we're social distancing for a short period of time so ultimately that we can get back together and uh, resume business as normal.
0: Yeah, Ross, why don't you jump in and tell us about Irma.
4: I'll tell you about health. <laughs> <laughs> All this isolation's killing extroverts. Amen. This is hard on extroverts. Telling us we got to just stay in a room and not talk to anyone, and i got to pastor people that I can't gather. Can't meet, can't touch. I think, uh, I think some of us extroverts are having a health problem.
0: It's a good word. I, I, I think it has brought to the forefront that for all of us, and, and not just here in Lexington at Radius, but across the world, that we are not meant to live in isolation. Yep. And so, health wise, the, uh, the deterioration of our health emotionally, spiritually, even physically, when we're alone. it's hard. And so I think, um, I think from a health standpoint, if you're only talking physically, radius is doing pretty well. I mean, we got people recovering from surgeries, but doing well, right. Um, recovering from the flu or something like that. But, but, uh, by and large, most of the people that I'm talking to are doing well, but they are having the health issue you're talking about, which is isolation. I'm, I'm I'm alone. Yeah. That's good. And that's what we're trying to make sure with these kind of videos and with our our podcast and sermons online and just our small groups being with Zoom. We're trying to get people together. It's not the same through the screen, but at least it's something. Is that helpful a little bit for you, Ross?
4: You know, I, I don't mind the screen so much. It's just that we have only the screen and we don't have anything else. And my wife says you should do lunch dates um, virtually, you know, because I used to I go on lunches every week with people, and I'm so used to doing that. I'm like, that's, that's just weird. That's just a phone call. It's, it's not the same. Um, but we have been able to get our, our groups together, and we found that group attendance has not dropped but actually gone up in some cases. And it's been really good to see that because I, I think people are hungry to see each other. A lot of people were just even wanting to, like, have an excuse to break – the rule and come over on Sunday to my house when we had a little watch party um, and gathered a little a few people together and, and did kind of what Trey was saying. Went uh, went and did, we did the virtual thing, but we also combined it with a little small community. At least while, while we can do that, I really like that. I don't know, Trey.
1: Yeah, last night we were preparing for our first small group through the Zoom app and I just sent out a text to our small group and I was like, hey, guys, I'm just about to get on, play around, see all the stuff we can do. And we had about half of them just pop on. Wasn't even small group time, but it's just I think this idea of people are longing for this fellowship to be together. And uh, even powerful speaking into our beings of how we cre- are created, we're not created to be alone. And uh, so I'm like with Ross. I'm an extrovert, and my wife, I think I've been driving her crazy because I I've just I want to get out. I want to just run through the streets or something, but she stopped me every single day. It's like, no, just calm down. Read a book. I'm like, can't do that.
2: Well, yeah, and and even talking with Brian Kirkland yesterday, uh, he said the numbers were way up for Sunday groups and and people out of town that are actually coming. They wouldn't have made it physically because they're out of town. They're traveling. They're visiting family, whatever, and uh, they're able to Zoom in, and so uh, we probably should have bought some stock in Zoom. About six weeks ago. (laughs) They're killing it.
0: That hand sanitizer. Exactly.
2: But uh, yeah, I I do think we said from the very beginning with video, it wasn't, we kind of understood it wasn't people's preference. You'd rather, we need it. It's one voice. And all of that's been really good. And now we realize how important it is to be able to, it's really the only way we could gather on Sunday. And um, yeah, so I think bunch of positive and talking to folks at Rocky Creek, how thankful they are that that's been available on Sundays.
0: As we kind of make our way through our conversations, another big theme that comes up and that is, um, it's even driving the narrative of our media right now, our economy is, is suffering hard here in America and in other countries, which means jobs. And so after health, I would think the number two thing that people are concerned about and maybe fighting for that number one spot is job and finance and so uh, as you guys have visited with uh, your folks at each location what are some of the things you've been hearing uh, as it involves job finance how are people doing in these hard times what have you heard Ross
4: I tell you what there's been a lot of economic distress Um, I'm thankful for the people that have their jobs but it's like they're they're still working but they're they know that in two weeks they won't have work or they're still working and they know that nobody is like in the flipping houses. Like I got two weeks of work, but after that, I don't have any more work and nobody's going to want to be flipping a house in this economic environment or I'm a roofer and I've got a couple jobs I'm doing now. But besides that, I don't know what I'm going to do in a week. You know, just a lot of stuff. Like I got a, you got a, you know, a tattoo artist whose work has slowed down tremendously because he's had to shut down a shop and the state might close them down completely. And, you know, I, I think that the economic factor is, is rocking the church and rocking the nation and making them ask some real serious questions.
0: Yeah, it's good. I I love the specifics of how people are, um, how this is going to affect them in the weeks to come. Maybe right now employed, but the uncertainty of the next couple of weeks. What about you, Derek? What have you been hearing out at? at White Knoll as you've been visiting with folks?
3: Well, everyone that I've spoken to and, and had the chance to to be around, uh, they're in a, in a good position. Uh, hasn't really affected them too much, um, but we all know of people who it is affecting. And just as a general rule, uh, as we walk together in the faith, if you're not facing something but you know of people who are, um, if you're not affected by hardship but you know people who are, then, as a general rule, we have to pray for those people. And so every day, uh, my family and I, and I've been urging other people uh, to pray for those who have been hit by this hardship, um, even if you're not.
1: Yeah, that's you think, really, Trey? Yeah, we got a few. Uh, uh, like Derek said, for the most part, we have a lot of people in healthcare, So they're working. We have a lot of teachers. And believe it or not, they're working. Uh, my wife is working her tail off every single day, video classes. She also teaches dance, so she's doing dances on Zoom at, at night, and I like to go in there behind and show everybody what real dance moves are. Um, <laughs> she don't like that very much. You like that, Ryan, don't you? Okay. <laughs> but, um, no, the, the reality is we have some people that they're in the restaurant industry, and um, slowly there's not a lot of options, but um, for some of them, this is this is a pretty big toll. Um that some of them are waitresses and, and their livelihood is based off of tips. And that's gone now. And um, and some of the others are starting up restaurants and it's just not going well and they're trying everything they can, but people aren't getting out and they're not coming to eat. And, uh, and that's one of the things in this situation that I just, me and my wife were talking and I said, we're going to have to set some margin and be ready to just help people um, out of what we got. Um, because that's what God's called us to do. That we are a community, we are a family, and like Derek was saying, we need to pray for these people. But you know, for me and my wife, it's just what can I do to help to get these people through this? Um, just individually, um, how do how do I love my neighbor? So, yeah, Ryan, what you got?
2: Yes, it's hard to go last on, on a on a topic because I've heard the same thing. You guys have heard it. The only other thing I I think. I think about when I think about job and finances is these these men and women that are having to make decisions on their employees. Mm. Uh, that there's a lot of pressure there on, and that's that's kind of what I hear is oh I'm able to work from home, I'm able to kind of still make it work, but as the weeks go by, they're going to have to make decisions on people that work for them, um, and that just stinks. You start to think about families, and you got to be the one to make that call. Um, and so to Derek's point on, on the prayer piece, that, that's another category of people we need to be praying for are these folks that have to make tough decisions on laying 9, 10, 15, 20 people off uh, and what their decision has on, on the lives of people. So uh, we, we talked about earlier about praying. You Is that all right? Cover that one real quick. Do you want to pray as we go? Or? Let me share a couple of things. Sure. Let you do yep.
0: It. Um, as I think about jobs, you know, I've heard of a couple that needed to file for unemployment. You know, because their their specific industry or what they were doing uh, was shut down. I think about nurses, and you would think that um, job security would be high for people in the hospital, but if it's if it's an elective procedure, a lot of those things have been shut down, and so some of those people are now without. Um, and then you go to the other end of it, the other end where uh, people who like nurses who are who are working at an incredible pace to keep up with this or the certain industries that are now booming and they're trying to, to to make things happen. And so I've talked to people on both ends of the spectrum and the booming piece of it isn't that, man, they're making money hand over fist. It's just they're working like a dog to keep up with the demand. And that could be providing medical supplies. That, that could be all kinds of things. And so um, the, the other piece of it that I think about in terms of financial and job, uh, one of our um, our partners here works for an organization that helps churches uh, pay online. And, and I just, you know, kind of jokingly yesterday said, I, I guess business is booming for you guys. And, and he said, man, we're inundated by churches of under 100 people that have never had an, a platform to give online, but they're needing to. And when you just think about the big C church, um, I get really, uh, I just get heartbroken because my mom and dad go to a, a, a small church. It's mainly older folks. Um, it's not up with all the technology. And you think about those, that is what primarily makes up the churches in the world. Not, not 2000 member churches like Radius that meet over five locations, but small churches of 100 or less, 50 or less, where um, they're having a hard time figuring out how to make this happen. And so as we pray, I, I think we ought to pray clearly for our people as they have to make job and financial decisions. Um, I even heard a couple of people who were hoping this this the stimulus package gets passed quickly so that that thousand or twelve hundred dollars a pop gets in their, their pocket. And so um, that's real. And so we, we need to I mean, great reminder, Ryan, just to, to pray over that. And so I'm gonna turn that over to you. Why don't you pray for, for all of that if you can? And we'll join you.
2: Yeah, and I would say if you're if you're listening, there'll be some names that may come to your mind as you as you hear these situations. And so I'm praying for folks by name. Lord, we uh we do stop and come to you as we talk about uh, health and jobs. And first of all, we 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 trust you. And this, if anything else, has reminded us that you are in control and we are not in control. And so we trust you. And, and specifically, we trust you in this category, in this topic of jobs. As uh, as folks are dealing with, with some worry and anxiety about whether or not they're going to have their job in a week or two, uh, health care workers that are going to work and, and really putting themselves in danger for, for others. We pray for those folks. We pray for these, uh, these other men and women That are having to make really tough decisions On, uh, on their employees and, and the families that that affects And so we pray that you give them wisdom that, uh, that they would make the decisions That honor you And maybe they won't make sense to the world But they make sense to you And so we, we, we trust you with that And then Lord we, we do pray for our leaders uh, Russell mentioned the, This bill that's going back and forth And, and uh, we just pray They'd come together that they would make some sort of decision that might put some, put some money in folks' pockets that are struggling. And so, Lord, we, we could pray for a long time, and that, that's what we need to be doing. I'm even thankful for Derek's reminder. Just stop and pray. Use your families to stop and pray. And so uh, we give that entire situation to you, and we trust you with it. It's in your son's name. Amen.
0: That's good. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, At the end of John's sermon, he had a couple of questions. One of them was to kind of grieve together, losses, but also celebrate wins. And I had a small little watch party at my house as well. And we got a chance to walk, you know, go around the table. And, you know, it it was fun to talk about the little things you celebrate in these, you know, these last couple of weeks. And one of them that came up in our group and I, I know has come up in others is time with family. Um, And so (laughs) there's all kinds of memes and funny posts and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, this has been really good, I think, for America to spend some time with our families. And so as uh, you guys have talked with folks at your congregations, what have you heard? Derek, what have you heard with folks spending more family time together, doing this e-learning together, all that good stuff?
3: Uh, They're just really thankful uh, to be able to connect with their family in a way they haven't in a long time. Um, almost a, uh, a combustion, a, a reigniting of that family bond, uh, which is is so amazing, uh, something we all need to do. Um, my wife and I celebrated uh, seven years being married yesterday. Um, shout out to you, babe. Uh, <laughs> good <laughs> so,
0: job, dude. Way to go.
3: And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're really thankful. I'm, it's been good for me to spend a lot of time with her and with my son, Nehemiah. And so I've been hearing that a lot, that people are just really thankful to be able to connect with their families.
1: That's really good. Um, Trey, what about you? Saluda. Yeah, I think people are really enjoying this time to slow down. Um, I've always been a fan of these moments where stuff happens and we just slow down a little bit. Not a fan, but I don't like the chaos. But I think there is, like you said, you look for the positives out of it, the the wins, like where we can spend more time with our families. And I know me and my wife, we're we're preparing for adoption. And just for us personally, it's a chance for us to continue to um, have conversations and grow deeper together as we're preparing for this new addition in our family. Um, but also the other people I've talked to, I've seen people lead, and I love to see when uh, fathers lead their household in how to handle this. We're going to sit around the table, we're going to break bread, we're going to have a meal, we're going to invest in the people around us, and I think it's been a very uh, powerful thing for us, and, but mostly like I, I say what um, Derek said, it's like been a great thing for families just to slow down, spend more time together, and get back to what... We really need to have as Christian families. Yeah,
0: that's good, Ryan. Um, I know it's been good for you. Matter of fact, Courtney had some really positive things to say about your your time together, and I think people would want to want to hear this. Well, let's give a shout out to her since
3: yeah. Derek gave one to <laughs> Tessa. Uh,
2: well, I would say it's forced. We did a we did a series on margin. How long ago was that? Months, a few months ago, and this is forced margin. Right, there is no Dixie Youth Baseball. And so we, we talked about, oh, we practice four nights a week, and, and and we actually miss those things, right? Like your kids, are we're missing those things. Yeah, we do. But in the same breath, uh, if you'd have told me six weeks ago, there's no sports on TV, there's no sports in the community, you can't go to church, we'd have thought the world was ending, right? <laughs> yeah. But it, it's reality now, and it's forced some margin on us. And so you mentioned, like, one of the memes has been this homeschooling thing, right? Everybody's homeschooling. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so my, Courtney and I, I forgot what we were doing a couple of days ago. She's like, she told me to do something kind of jokingly. And I jokingly, let's be clear, jokingly said back, um, Hey, listen, you, you can homeschool the kids. You're not going to homeschool me. Right. Like she told me to do something. And <laughs> she said, uh, she said, it's, listen, it's been discreet, but I've been homeschooling you for 15 years. <laughs> and I'm well. like, Well, wow. It's kind of true. So, uh, you're doing a great job. She is. She really doing job. raising four kids. Raising four kids. That's right. So, uh, Ross, family, margin, Irma.
4: Oh man, the big the big burden of this whole thing with um, family is being carried by the women. I think with the homeschool deal, yeah, I and I just to make a shout out to all the mothers um, with their kids because they are having to step it up in a new way. And I know there's there's some dads. Uh, I do a little homeschooling now myself because wow. of this. Um, Bible time, Bible class? Uh, Bible class, uh, spelling. Um, I've heard cursive in some homes. Mm-hmm. Man. I adding, say
0: cursing. I'm okay. <laughs> we, Maybe some <laughs> of
4: that too. But practicing uh, <laughs> some cursive. I, I can't really spell. Um, hook it on, never mind, on Pahonic's working <laughs> for me. You ever heard that? yeah that's why i that's why I'm a preacher <laughs> um yeah I think it think shout out to the to the mothers is what i'd say yeah i
0: you think about the e learning i've talked to some teachers and um and i I know your wife is in the the education your wife and um it, I know teachers, th- this is a learning curve for them as they're trying to figure out how to engage students. I can only imagine it's hard enough. You know, I taught sixth grade math and science for a couple of years, and it's hard enough to engage students when they're sitting in your classroom, much less trying to engage them over screen um, and with work that's assigned to them on some Google document. And so um, we know that teachers have, a, are, have got their hands full, educators, administrators, and then like you said, teachers, it, Uh, moms at home or dads who are helping you know with five kids it's it's funny my my wife's trying to to bounce from from kid to kid and when I jump in I just kind of make worse and so just try to stay out of that as much as I can but uh it's good we've actually added a few classes um to it we've uh we've added the uh, honors car washing We, we we added that class it's pretty good we added AP Lawn Work. That was on Saturday. It was absolutely great. Um, anyway, if you need a little syllabus for some of those things, let me know. Uh, I'm trying to get some extra credit on uh, what that looks like. Garage cleaning that happened too. You know that was. I got
1: a, some yards and cars in Saluda. If yeah, you want to come, yeah, field man, trip.
0: It was. It was good. So field trip. Mission yeah, work. Mission work. It is. So anyway. Um, yeah, that's good. The margin has been good. My, uh, my family, we like to play games, and so we've had a lot more time, chance to do that, and, and I've heard a lot of positive of families eating together, spending more time together, and, and so that's one of the positives for sure. Um, I think about another positive, which you mentioned earlier, Ryan, is um, Radius has, because of a decision a year ago to bring our congregations together to have this unified voice in implementing video, we were uniquely prepared to handle this, uh, which John has mentioned, I, I know, uh, multiple times already. And so as a result for us, and a shout out to Andy Ott who's making this happen and several of our other things happen tech, technology-wise. And also all the, the guys who work at all of our locations are jumping in when it's time to film and they're helping make this stuff uh, stream for us. So all those guys are doing a fantastic job. But because of that, It was seamless. It was an easy decision a couple of weeks ago, even though uh, the schools hadn't closed yet and a lot of churches, we could make that decision quickly because we had the resources at hand. And then the ability to then uh, do that with Zoom, with our small groups. And so you mentioned hearing a lot of positive things about the video sermon streaming. Talk more about that.
2: Yeah, well, with the video piece, um, wh- you said it earlier. We all want to preach, and so we're we're missing that. We're thankful to be at a place that allows young guys to get up there, and even though sometimes we don't know what we're doing, <laughs> an opportunity to preach. Uh, but but even you know, just the practical side of it. Uh, you mentioned us wanting to to be able to communicate with our folks, and that's five. That would be five or six videos during the week to film, and so just the the ease of being able – John's been at every spot. Everybody knows him. And so this decision we made not too long ago is really kind of – it's bearing some fruit at this point. But the positives um, – I mean, I got a text yesterday that said, I just want you to let that staff know how much we appreciated being able to watch that. And I've heard that over and over and over. Um, Yeah, it's been it's been really – Really cool, and there's been other churches that have come here to film. there have been, or we've made that available anyway. There's been other churches that are watching this because they don't have uh, the resources that we have. They don't have an Andy, <laughs> sure. in a lot of ways, or or uh, um, some of these other guys that are other spots that are jumping in to help. So, yeah, a lot of positive.
0: That's good. What about you out in Saluda? How are people responding to the video? I know it's. I know we'd rather be in the building down there, all together, shaking hands, singing, but.
1: Uh, how, how, what are you hearing about this kind of small church? I think, uh, one of the common phrases I keep hearing, it is what it is. Um, and reality is well, there's nothing we can do. Um, but I, I do love like Ryan was saying about how a year ago we started this video thing. It's almost like we're going through the Joseph series and all this stuff was going on with Joseph and he had no clue, but then God was already working ahead of him. And so sometimes we, uh, forget that whenever we make these decisions in prayer like the elders did for this, God was already a step ahead of them, knowing what was going to come. And so that is a great thing to have. But um, in Salute, I think people are, they're, they're like doing the organic home churches like back in the day where they're getting together in family sales in their houses and um, they're eating lunch together. They're breaking bread. Uh, me and my wife were out of town this last Sunday, and so we're driving down the interstate watching the 10 o'clock service. Um, but this Sunday, we plan to have a few people over, and we're going to do the same thing. We're going to pray together. We're going to break bread. We're going to have communion, and we're, we're going to celebrate. And so— So just to like be that. clear,
2: you're driving down the interstate watching a video. Oh, um, we got it. I, no, we got I, it. Yeah, you good. got it. Yeah, got.
1: exactly. One hand up, one hand on the wheel, you know. So, but yeah, I, I've heard pretty much good things about it, Bob, uh, that it has been a great tool for us to stay connected and stay together. Um, so it's been mostly positive from everything I've heard.
0: That's great. What about you, Derek? Um, small groups, Zoom stuff, um, video, people watching it at home, what do you hear?
3: Yes, our people uh, that I've spoken to are really thankful for everything that we're offering online, uh, really thankful just because people are looking for two things uh, from what I've been hearing, uh, connection and direction. Um, the connection has been really good to hear from John, to be able to watch podcasts like these and... Um, you know, for that connection uh, that they haven't been able to have, uh, being shut up at home and sorts. Um, but then direction, you know, how do I lead my family uh, through these troublesome times? Um, how should we as God's people react to uh, the, the peril that's going on in our world? So the direction has been huge. And so uh, people are really thankful for the connection and direction.
0: That's good. Ross, what about you guys?
4: Did we
3: talk about this already?
4: Our- I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> talk about it again. I can't remember. Um, I'm really thankful for the cellular growth that's happening. At the same time, we're doing something that would, you would think, encourage isolation, because um, it's video. You could just sit home at your couch and do it. But what we're seeing is um, people coming together in a, in a, in a new form and and grouping up and i think that there's some good a lot of good that's going to happen with that it may be that we can't do that it it, it coming up if we get a total shutdown it may be that we can't do that in which case we're going to be completely dependent on virtual and i know that our church is is very thankful to have those media and and i just think sunday was done so well yeah It's really good.
0: I've had a chance to lead a couple of small groups, one with my uh, my normal adult small group. And then I led the students here at Lexington Sunday night, you know, 30 or 40 students, you know, hopped in high school students. And it's difficult. It's different. It's hard. I mean, you're you're trying to to manage this kind of new normal, if you will.
4: Forty five people on.
0: Yeah, I I don't remember the number, but it was between thirty and forty. You know, high school students jumped on and and in chatting with me about the passage, and so it was. It's great in those terms. Um, You know, like I said, it's not ideal. It's not what we want, but thank goodness for this technology that allows us to um, study the word together, pray together. It was really cool to to do that. One thing I would say. Again, just kind of going back to the Big C Church, we are incredibly blessed here at Radius. We are blessed with people who know technology, like the guys that run that at our locations. Uh, We are blessed to have great technology. And because of this decision a year ago, we have cutting-edge technology, video, microphones, screens, whole nine yards. And so one thing I have noticed online is it is easy to see what other churches are doing and there are churches that are larger than us and you, you look at it and you say, Oh, why don't we do that? And then there are churches that are smaller than us. And it's easy to kind of say, Ooh, I'm glad I'm not having to watch that. Um, It just would be really good just to be thankful for whatever you see. And, 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 and I, it's just really hard to talk about, but like my, my mom and dad's church, it's on Facebook live and, and it's, It's not. If you're looking for cutting edge technology and all the fades, and it's not. But man, it's a guy who's being faithful. He's getting up there. He's preaching the word, and he's trying to 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 do the best with what he's got. And so it might just be mindful for us to to not think, boy, I wish we had that, or I'm glad we don't have that. But man, the Big C Church is getting after it with the best resources we can. And we're trying to help. If, if churches don't have it, we want to offer this to them, and, and that's been done. But in the same breath, man, it, man I'm just really glad that guys are, are still writing sermons, still getting out there at Saturday night or Sunday morning and preaching to empty auditoriums so that their people can watch on a Sunday, regardless if that's shot on a cell phone or if that's shot on a $10,000 camera. Awesome. So something to think about when we we think about from, uh, what we what we're blessed with. So... Good stuff today, guys. Um, I guess for me, as I was thinking about it, I thought about uh, Psalm 91. Just read a little bit of it to you, and then I thought we could pray for our folks, and we'll shut it down. Um, Psalm 91 says, The one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say concerning the Lord, who is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He himself will rescue you from the bird trap from the destructive plague he will cover you with his feathers and will take you will take refuge under his wings his faithfulness will be a protective shield um it it goes on but just to remind ourselves constantly to find our trust and our hope in god and uh his his complete and total control he is almighty he is our refuge and um so, thanks for joining us, Ross. I'm gonna let you pray for us. Pray for our people. Pray for the Big C Church, and uh, we'll wrap it up from there.
4: Let's pray, Father in heaven. We uh, we just honored to call you Father, and we we know that you are our Shepherd, and you are our Father who cares for us, and that when we dwell with you, you are our protection. And we ask God that you would protect all of us in this hour. Father, there's just a, it's just a tumultuous, crazy hour that we're in. And I ask God that you would give everybody a sense of peace and faith and trust as they are courageous when they need to help people and also, just wise in avoiding um, this affliction, and we ask God that you would um, raise up the church and build her, so that she would be strong in this time, and that she would grow in a new kind of way, in gratitude and um, in the cellier way, Lord, as we as we connect at a smaller level, Lord, and grow, Lord, and Um, appreciation for one another. And man, I just pray for not to be no griping and complaining, Lord, but just like joy. Um, I pray, Father, for, um, yeah, I pray for these things, all of these things in Jesus' name. And Lord, if there's some way that we need to engage our communities, that you'll show us the works that we need to do because we know that the time to be courageous is when we have to step up and help our neighbor and help those who have need, Lord. So show us those needs so that we can be a part of serving and be a part of helping. I pray, God, that you would just bless us in this this hour and give us the words to speak and, and give us the works to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Ross,
0: thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back again next Tuesday, continuing this rhythm of Sunday, Tuesday, hearing a word from us a little on Thursday so that uh, we can stay in front of you as much as possible. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll be able to to be a part of answering that prayer as we find out what these needs are and how Radius as a whole can rally around them and uh, serve uh, not just individually, but corporately. So be on the lookout for that. We love you guys. Thank you and see you next week.